What if I told you ecstasy is your natural state? It's not about being happy all the time. It's about being real, shining a light on our shadows to the point where there's nothing but light. My name is Katie Barbaro, and I'm on a lifelong quest to move towards what lights me up and makes me the meest me I can be. And I invite you to join me right here on Casual Ecstasy. Hello, and welcome back to Casual Ecstasy. I'm Katie Barbaro, and I'm very excited because today I'm sitting with our first guest on the show. And um, this is somebody who I've been getting to know over the past week. And um, I'm very grateful to have been able to stay um, at her sanctuary that she has in Denmark. Just to give some context, I'm currently on the island of Moon. I'll spell that in the show notes. And um, I have the pleasure of being here with Aisha Salem, who is a a true woman, and she is a spiritual guide, and I would call her a master of presence, because the way that she works is being intensely present with each moment that arises, with e- which e- each feeling and experience that arises, and um, in just working with her in a short amount of time, I feel so much activating inside of me, and I'm so happy to be getting to share her presence with you today and I'm really excited for wherever this conversation takes us so welcome thank you for being here thank you very much (laughs) (coughs) yes I've one of the things that you've really been helping me with this week is you've shown me how I've been and and there's no shame in this of course but I've been disconnected from my grounding from my feminine Mm. essence Mm. that is in the belly I would love for you to just kind of talk about um like one of the things that's been so illuminating working with you is that we have these three centers of intelligence where source can communicate with us and yeah it's been a very profound like dropping into something I'm like oh yes of course this has been here all along but it's yeah Mm. Yeah, well, <coughs> now you're speaking specifically about that opening of the belly, and it's basically what encapsulates the entirety, the totality of reality, right? Mm. It is something with the landing as consciousness and the opening through awareness into that ground of being. And in that ground of being, we're invited to, to an entirely new foundation of existence basically existing on wholeness and a foundation of living joy rather than uh, fear or uh, many other aspects that we tend to be living as humans Mm. yes living living as joy Mm. yes and what I love that you've spoken about is like it's it's not the kind of joy where you like pretend to be happy all the time mm. it's not this like sometimes <coughs> i feel like this message gets like misconstrued absolutely yeah yeah it's just like when you talk about love as if love is uh yeah something other than it actually is it's like the most used word right 
if you want to talk about joy, it is something with coming into a humility towards the entire spectrum of our being as these humans. We did not uh, get human bodies for no reason. And the thing is that we need to reach a place of, of fulfillment, of wholeness in ourselves, and of that fulfillment where basically the contraction around our humanness, that which makes us separate from the totality of that ground of being, that which separates us from God on ground, basically, that that starts dissolving, right? And the reason that is there is because there is a contraction around parts of our human nature, where if we truly want to come into that ground of being, we need to expand our awareness in that ground through becoming um, radical compassion on ground, basically. Mm. By radical compassion on ground, I mean that we don't just identify with, um, you know, the narrow reflection from the persona that we get, where we just are, you know, we just know very, very limited, basically, um, expanse of being in this ground. When we start expanding, we're we're kind of, we are um, spreading our wings out over like a whole piano of human feeling. And it isn't just about the expanse of the feeling, of knowing and truly becoming intimate with our feeling, feelings like anger or... <clears throat> feelings like it's like the whole spectrum right it's from from the ecstasy and down to the deepest sorrow and into all of the uh, the, the dark spectrum also you know like the dark tones of our human existence that we somehow become free across the entire spectrum rather than have these major um hideaways through shame and guilt and the be uh, trying to be right and and this whole separation between darkness and light basically mm. yeah healing the separation we experience between mm. this is a good thing and this is a bad thing mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. this feeling is good this feeling is bad yeah, yeah it's like oh this is just a different part of the piano yeah, exactly mm. but to grow as consciousness in to become full acceptance towards is the first step, right? So it's something with befriending all of the feelings on the piano and from there on also to become so deeply intimate with them that we somehow allow not only the surface feeling of something, mm-hmm. but that we let ourselves sink into the deep as consciousness, kind of like, you know, consciousness as the masculine and then sinking deep into the feminine. Mm-hmm. So the masculine sinking deep into the feminine and somehow impregnating that whole ground with like the the fruit the joy the the sanctity of being human you know the the grace that is born Mm. through that Mm. and that's so different from living the contraction and living the fear also you know our self-protection our our attempts to avoid touching the the aspects of ourselves that we don't approve of yeah um, the way that we continuously re- reflect to each other, that we are hurting each other and things, all, all of these things, that we somehow come into a complete befriending of the ground, you know, the ground of being mm. like a, mm, like a deep, deep okayness mm. with the whole spectrum, the depth of the, of the, the depth of the grief, the depth of the joy, the depth of the, like all of this. 
Mm. And when I do speak about that ground of being, that is the joy. It is something like when we reject the ground, when we reject that deep relaxation, you know, the deep digging in our soul and our being, then somehow we're also, we are bypassing our own ability to actually be joyous in the grief, to be joyous in the anger, to be joyous with whatever is playing itself out as a part of our humanity. Yeah. Mm. image is so beautiful of like what that it's making love with it is yeah within yourself yes it is (coughs) and I love to like what you talked about the (coughs) you know we have these self-protective mechanisms Mm -hmm. those too need to be made love with you know those come from a place of those essentially were an attempt at loving ourselves Mm. they were our best like the Mm -hmm. best that we could do I often tell myself this you know like in working with my own recovery from disordered eating which was Mm -hmm. like the ultimate self-rejection yeah 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 absolutely for me yeah yeah. Mm -hmm. and I can see now I couldn't see it then like what all of the like the enormity of my feelings that just wanted to be expressed and felt and mm. loved and seen yes, and exactly. massaged yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm. and yeah and this isn't a quick fix you know it's not like it's a rosy like oh it's easy just become conscious and just make love with the feminine as the masculine you know if we put mm. it in these prescriptive terms mm. it, it 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 uh it's one of these things, like you said, you know, love is the most overword, overused mm. word mm. in the world. And at the same time, it's like, you know, it's everything. It's so essential. It's so essential. But I got to say that the whole part of being courageous enough to become conscious and deeply honest, like core splittingly honest at the center. Mm-hmm that not only is it about the warm embrace, but at the center of the warm embrace, there is also a clarity. It is not a sharpness as in a hardness, Mm -hmm. but there is a clarity waiting to shine through our core Mm -hmm. in a way where our coming into that ground isn't just about human wholeness or, um, or, or about joy, that it's actually about recognizing the essential nature of the feminine recognizing source through the belly and i find there's nothing more challenging for us as people because at the core of that source we're talking about the power of creation we're talking about god as the feminine waiting to be realized as an embodiment of truth right we need to become an embodiment of truth (laughs) and we can only do that if we both do what you said but also become so real in the face of that meeting with that totality of being that we become willing to basically keep on surrendering beyond our limitation in that ground because we're waiting to realize and recognize our deepest eternal nature as that power of creation, the totality of that. Mm. And 
that basically is going to lead us through wave after wave of identification with the humanity. Mm. While actually our deepest embrace here is to really become true to the whole thing without getting lost in the translation of the identification basically and the limitation you know the separation yeah Mm. yes like this happens in layers and it's holding (coughs) like being so committed to the truth Yes. It's like, okay, then when I see through my bullshit on this level, yes. then I'm going to go down to a deeper level. Because exactly. I, I know for myself, I totally have the temptation to feel like, wow, I made it like that feeling of, of busting through a level mm-hmm. and just being like, oh, this is the real stuff. This yes, is great. Exactly. I got here. And then I'm like, what? There's more? I'm like, <laughs> <laughs> I thought I totally made it. Like, oh, I'm I'm like... Uh, such a badass i'm so i'm living my truth and then oh damn it there's more to go Mm. but love i can tell you that everything which is trying to land anywhere is always an invitation to the next layer so anything inside that goes oh i made it i'm Mm. here Mm -hmm. you know even that subtle statement in mind or thoughts like like or any feelings like oh this is it you know there's already something grasping reality there Mm. And basically, the only thing that it comes down to is that when it comes down to it, there is no your truth. There is truth, period, you know? Yeah. (laughs) So the moment it's my truth, there is some translation already. What it leads Mm. you towards is a vastness of being. Mm. It is the total unity with the totality of the power of creation and it's also a complete eradication of everything we believe in as a part of the limitation of human nature in this realm of being Mm. 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 of course this calls for um, an immense purification in us as humans You know, everything in us which has this inner little temptation to grasp reality and call it mine is also that which grasps power and calls it my power. Mm. And to say it truly, the divine cannot belong to someone. Power itself is the divine feminine. She's pure passion. She's pure power. And she can, like drizzle through us Mm. as a complete surrender Mm. of our faculties our human faculties our thinking our speech our action our like the whole thing can be delivered to her Mm. but it's happening and and like the the true nature of yourself as that unity with her right Mm. that arises within that but it's purely based on a ground of innocence and humility Mm. Mm-hmm. yeah yeah like the more there's just a willingness to mm-hmm. surrender and mm-hmm. to be emptied and and exactly e- emptied and then filled and filled that's the yeah. important part in the feminine bit yeah mm-hmm. mm. yeah and it's this you know and i'm i'm you know kind of wanting to put this into context for someone who's like wait i've never 
even mm-hmm. worked with like masculine feminine I'm like mm-hmm. I'm lost you know yeah, because yeah. this but mm-hmm. this stuff and what I love <laughs> also about your approach this can reach anybody this mm-hmm. is just about being real with what is in yes. each moment yes excellent yeah. there's an entry point here in whatever we're experiencing mm-hmm. and from my personal experience I know when I've been the most desperate when it's clear to me that I'm not in control like when mm-hmm. I finally I had a relapse of bulimia after being in recovery for you know several months of feeling like I've got this I landed mm-hmm. somewhere I'm gonna mm-hmm. and then I was like oh god I'm not I don't have this actually mm-hmm. and the willingness at, that I had at that moment to empty myself and surrender and be mm-hmm not you know trying or yeah yeah it was like I that's what created an opening mm-hmm. for the divine to flow through me yes yes I would say this part of control is an in- incredibly important aspect because we would like to control from from our minds but the thing is actually that the deeper that we relax into that palm of the feminine the more that we surrender there the more we're going to have the flourishing of every aspect of life that uh, that indicates where we need to learn deeper, where we need to learn deeper. So all of our misunderstandings will arrive and arise, but they're all simply calling for our learning. So it is something with allowing for that learning within being. You know, it's not a it's not a mind thing. It's not a okay, I got this or like in this way. Mm. Because actually, when it comes down to it, if you want to truly embrace the feminine then it is something with actually delivering ourselves on the doorstep of that and then letting our lives be deeply moved by that. And that's different from, you know, all mm. of the or of the doer, the doing in the head, the doing in the action. Mm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Like letting ourselves actually be moved. Mm. Mm. Like how would you recommend if somebody's like, okay, so I need to surrender if they've never surrendered mm-hmm. before mm-hmm. and what if maybe their life is not they're not being confronted by mm-hmm. this mm-hmm. their utter lack of powerlessness mm-hmm. you know they're mm-hmm. like i've got a pretty you know together life together <laughs> life yeah like i have yeah. like a partner yeah, who yeah. i like 95 yeah. percent of the time and you know like a good like i have a routine yeah, and yeah, a yeah, job yeah, yeah, and all yeah. this stuff but i do want to go deeper in my life yes, i want yeah, to yeah, yeah. i know there's something more yeah yeah. Well, it it comes down to that inner call to truth, doesn't it? It's like, okay, I want to deepen. There is like, there is a deep inner, uh, there's a deep inner voice that is mm. calling us and it's calling us home. So even if we can have everything we ever wanted, then somewhere in there, when that voice starts stirring, it is calling us towards a life where we embrace the change that comes with allowing that deeper drop, that deeper becoming, of course, splitting honesty. Mm. Mm-hmm. And to bring honesty to the moment is really something that awakens our sense of feeling. It is something with returning home. It is something with becoming truly interested, interested in who we are, how we are. Mm. And even where we are, what we are. 
Because there is a whole dissolution of identification waiting from that together life of believing that you are someone Mm. from there and then actually into that willingness to explore your deepest connection with with source itself the deepest connection kind of like okay do i know myself people do believe they know themselves mm. but the moment they start looking closer as at how they're co- they, they've been put together or like what's actually driving them or things like this it starts creating cracks in the foundation of that together life mm. and it, we need to seep through these cracks we need to enter deeper into that which which makes us naked that which makes us naked as soul mm. that which makes us naked as beings and that it gives us access where we basically learn that our mind is not there to control our lives it is there to actually serve that becoming which is about our becoming in this world mm. it's like people think that they are here to live a life but actually perhaps we are here so that life can live us and you see there's a major turn in that right there's a turn of from I am someone doing what I want to do and then there is the surrendering point, the humility point where it's more of a listening. Mm-hmm. A listening into inwards towards that that flame, that asking, that something that wants to go deeper. Mm. That call for a deeper loyalty to truth. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Letting Instead of, I loved what you said, like instead of I'm living life, letting life mm-hmm. be lived through me, like mm-hmm. letting life, mm-hmm. yeah. Like it's the, just if you want to talk about the, the essence of like surrender, mm. it kind of starts there, but yeah. it is really, when you start going deeper, it is really taking you to the most profound and essential core of being itself. And you know, this is, this is our journey of life. This is why we're here. Mm-hmm. We are here. This is the point of existence, right? Yeah. That the point of our existence is this, is this becoming of evolution through our being. And we've mm-hmm. been evolving through lifetimes. And now we're here. And then here we are. And we need basically first to open ourselves to remember who we are, as in where we came from. And from mm-hmm. there, even to keep on it, like evolving our being towards its... its, its fruition its totality it's becoming yeah wow and i it's our unity with reality yeah yes yes and it's it and eradicating the separation yes like it's if if we use that as the question like where am i experiencing separation Mm -hmm. and that's the place to start yes anything that tells me i'm this and like anything that is an us versus them a me versus Mm -hmm. the rest of the world that's that's our separation significant right now isn't it oh my god but maybe love maybe even the question the separation between me and the earth Mm. yeah yeah Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. right the us and the earth like oh we are the but again now we're very much talking towards the feminine i just want to say also like what is the difference between you and the universe Mm. or what is the difference between you and nothing if you want to actually talk about the three portals to being 
which exists through our head and through our hearts and through our belly. There's a lot to discover about ourselves. So when we're standing there as someone thinking we know ourselves, then maybe we could hmm, start just tweaking those hinges on the door a little bit because mm. the moment we start opening those doors, we're going to learn. We're here to learn. Yeah. And it's amazing to learn. And this is the kind so of much fun. learning. Yeah. yeah, like this is so different than any other kind of learning. Mm. When you learn from within, yeah. It feels true. It's like yeah. you're. It you don't need any external validation. Mm. You don't need to get a diploma. You just mm. know yeah. you're progressing mm. because of your internal experience. Yes, exactly. And like living in mo more alignment with yourself, even and it's it's not a race. It's not mm. about getting to the experience of being the totality of human existence, which mm. Aisha is at. <laughs> but, it, but of course saying that is, is also making it seem like an achievement, which it's not. Like, and so it's so funny. Let's like, actually say it's, it's less than you can ever imagine. Mm. It's no, less. No, no, yeah, now you're talking about progress, right? Mm. And I want to say actually that it's more like all of that which is perceived to be something or someone gets thinned out in a way where you basically just drop down into that ground of being where the totality is but the totality is all the time yeah the only <laughs> thing is that we are actually making ourselves and please see the quote there special we're making ourselves special yeah. by making our own little <laughs> twist away from reality so actually what what is here in me is basically that is the ground of our that should be our normality yeah you know it's just our deepest connection with reality and of course yeah. we are supposed to live from this place right of course yes yeah, yeah. yes <laughs> that's yeah. that's the that's the goal <laughs> like mm. and it's and it's simpler it's not the way that yet like you said mm. following this path isn't mm. going to get us to being yeah, the the CEO of some company. It's gonna get us to being the CEO of our of like, oh, well, we're all here as just conduits of the the universe. We're just we're mm. we are our own speck of this whole universe. Yeah. And we're just doing our jobs as this orb of consciousness that has chosen to incarnate in this body and it's mm. beautiful. Yeah. Mm. And and the way you know, like it's, it's not, a f it's not a destination as in, it's not like you can really choose this path or something else. Like whether or not, you know, you're on this path, you are. Mm -hmm. And that's like, I, that's what I, I see over and over again. It seems like people wake up to this mm -hmm. either by choosing it or by life showing it to them mm. like the deeper truth of your life is going to be shown to you whether or not you're looking for it that's how it seems mm -hmm. like for me it took me to have this very traumatic eating disorder and like a big mm -hmm. upheaval mm -hmm. in my life mm -hmm. yeah. to just wake myself up just i, yeah. I needed yeah, exactly to know yeah. okay no it's actually this this thing that's been itching you that your whole life that there's some deeper truth and mm -hmm. there's like yeah. that's that's real yeah. mm -hmm. And for some people, they experience a big, you know, a death of someone close to them or something that is mm. rocks their idea yeah. of reality. 
some people even experience a death of a part of themselves as a natural falling away because consciousness mm -hmm. is here to evolve mm -hmm. so to the extent that we are standing still uh, <laughs> and especially now everything is moving so fast and I mean you can see it in the outside world but the thing is that there is no inside outside so it is something with really letting go to allow change also right mm. you want to talk about paths I mean people go on different paths in, in terms of like okay some people go for the like meditation and the the depth and the meeting of source in the head and some go for the heart and some go for the belly but actually when it comes down to it of course what what is waiting is for everything to fall into our being like the knowledge of each and every aspect every single layer of identification with the body with the mind with our feelings of course all of that is waiting to fall away right mm -hmm. i mean it's got to be one big opening in every bloody direction towards mm -hmm. truth mm -hmm. and everything through a falling into yourself right something like that yeah something yeah. like that indeed that's mm -hmm. yeah <laughs> mm -hmm. and i think that's what's reassuring here too like listening to you speak being in your presence there's nothing scary here like no. there's nothing it's no. <laughs> you feel like a warm hug like yeah. it's and and mm. this is where we're going mm. we're just going towards a warm embrace of all that is yes absolutely and wherever we find ourselves fearing that mm. fearing the change yeah, yeah. that's that's where the juicy stuff is mm. like that's where we go first mm. that's what needs to be held inside of us yeah, or absolutely yeah. and it just seems also super important at this time you know that somehow we embrace that ground of our humanity where we become we become true humans we become real human beings and not these uh, disconnected mind-driven thought-driven you know mm -hmm. that it's something with regaining our feet within the humility of connecting so deeply that we let life happen from a deeper intelligence than whatever we've been able to, you know, collect in boxes in the head for the last 20, 30, 40 or 50 years, right? Mm. But that there is something with, yeah, just deeply embracing that ground wherein we are not exclusive of, of, of aspects of existence, you know, to come into that full inclusion where there's really high to the ceiling, as in like no ceiling and there's like really deep as in no floor that there's just really space to be you know without the condemnation or the judgment or all of those aspects of hardness that comes with our own judgment or other people's judgment for that matter right mm. that somehow mm. be born into that being which in its own breath is compassion you know yeah, it's like a sweetness of our individuality mm -hmm. born together with that compassion that basically makes room for everything and everyone. Yeah. 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 <laughs> I would love I would love to hear you talk a bit about your understanding of what's happening globally right now with the coronavirus and mm -hmm. vaccines and all yeah, of yeah, yeah, yeah. the things that are you know, it's even even to talk about it seems mm -hmm. like, oh, do we go there? You know, it mm, seems like yeah, this yeah. untouchable thing, but well, not yeah. really. I mean, well, there are so many layers to look at this, right? Mm -hmm. And 
my eyes are continuously not uh, contracted to look from a point of view. So it is something like seeing it from every point of view at the same time, you know? Every mm -hmm. point or no point, same, same. And it's like if you look at one layer, you basically just see that, okay, we've had uh, an era. It's like a swinging pendulum, right? Mm. An era of the of the masculine really coming in and where the feminine basically has been like cut off, cut down, and then everything has been brought in in a way where it become has become very disconnected from the ground. We've been running this place on good ideas and as a result, we've also basically destroyed you know, or very close to destroying the planet. So, and then there is the turn, as in now is the era of the feminine. Mm. If you want to look at everything that's going on here, mm. if we just put the coronavirus aside for a minute and see what was already going on here, it is something with such a, um, I don't know, is extortion the right word? It's almost like a complete squeeze of everything in terms of the feminine that now it swings back and so all of the the stuff from the ground starts rising and it calls for an immense responsibility mm. from us as human race in terms of taking responsibility for our being right mm -hmm. this now we're talking about the past that everyone either the aggression that starts rising from the ground either it's taking responsibility for either it's being held either it's being truly owned and passed through or it manifests as war and like deeper and deeper like alienation of ourselves as these bodies and of the planet you know of the naturalness of the whole thing mm. so what is rising here we can either project it into our surroundings or we can take responsibility but we can't do both mm -hmm. if we're projecting then it is the opposite of leading our attention and our awareness and our holding force to where it needs to go. And that's home. That's inside where we return to that humility. If we then put Corona mm -hmm. back into the, into the image, right? Mm -hmm. If you want to look at Corona herself, it is a turn on, like on feminine level, right? It's, it is a turn that has a genetic impact on us as well. Like we, we, we start mutating actually on one level, but that it's all a part of the feminine coming back into the picture. And we don't like to look at it like this because oh, it's diseases and people are dying and like all of this. But actually, if you look on humanity and the human race, these, these, um, yeah, virus, is that yeah? Is it's probably a virus. Yeah, a yeah. Virus. But yeah. these are actually they are they are natural elements that are they, it was already here, but all of a sudden it starts affecting us in a certain direction. Mm. And either we go through that and we allow the inner changes that comes with mm. actually this entering our system and passing out on the other side. Mm. You see, so it's like any other disease that arises. It's actually meant to bring you to a deeper awareness. Right. Mm. So anything that arises, it is like whatever rises from the ground, if it is being denied, if it is being suppressed and this and the other thing, it directly affects the organs in our human bodies. Mm. So if we allow this to make the turn for us, then again, we will be different on the other side. Mm. Right. So if you look at it, it is kind of brilliant. Mm.
if you look at it, like mm. the whole planet could not go any further in terms of pollution, in terms of overconsumption, in terms of all of these things. And all of a sudden, a stop button across everything. The air now is like, what, 60% cleaner in most countries and all of this because we stopped overdoing that we stopped those actions which were connected with running away from ourselves right yes so all of a sudden everyone's been sent home and hey man now it's time to deal with yourself right mm. so you can look at the beauty of it from that aspect you can also focus in on the dying and the suffering and all of, of that but it's actually just it's a part of a bigger picture it truly is a part of a bigger picture mm. i have a very close friend who has been taken in the coronavirus. Mm. And then she's been rolling through waves of having that. And as she says, like, it's completely shifting her whole system into something else. Like, she likes to connect with the, with the deeper wisdom of, of whatever comes from nature, right? Mm. And she's been working with it in her system mm. and working with it and working with it. And now she wrote me earlier, like, she's receiving so much light, so much light in her body. So the whole frequency of this place and thereby, of course, of the human beings is trying to change. And mm. either we can surrender with that, move with that, we can fight against that, fight against that. And it's, it's kind of cutthroat, right? It is like we're talking about the evolution of consciousness. It's not something we just move against, you know? Right, you're not on the... That's... That's putting yourself on a losing side if you're it fighting is. against. It is. Yeah, it is. Yeah, yeah. Mm. I love this, and it, it reminds me of when you've spoken about surrendering mm. to pain. Mm. Yeah, yeah. And oh, can I just before you go to that topic, can yeah. I just round up what I just? Yeah. Um, I just want to say that there is something that happens. There are many things that are happening in the collective consciousness as a result of this corona thing, mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. And some of them are like, okay, actually, all of those sides where we before could hold ourselves on a, okay, we're being kind to each other thing, mm -hmm. all of a sudden, like, all of the darkness starts appearing from the ground, right? We have so many dramas, and we have traumas, collective traumas, you know, appearing like the whole... Uh, black thing the whole like there are just aspects different uh, different places in the world where bruises have been caused and then it needs to surface for it to heal right yes so, uh, you can look at one human being or you can look at the whole planet it's the same thing mm. you know if you look at us as cells in that body of the planet then actually if there has been a bruising somewhere it resurfaces now and the pain arises that you just wanted to speak about. And then we need to deal with it. We need to deal with it as individuals. And we need to deal with it collectively in terms of our relationship with, you know, each other. Mm. And with everything as a result. Yeah. Yeah. How do you, what do you yeah. feel is the pathway to doing that? Like, you know, if we're, because, you know, in some ways... Mm -hmm there's <clears throat> kind of these prescribed ways of addressing mm -hmm. these imbalances, right? Mm -hmm. And there's like, well, then this is what we need to do mm -hmm. because this is how something has been, you know, like this yeah, is not yeah. okay. Yeah, yeah. And so in order to make this okay, we need to do this. Yeah. 
like how do we meet that with more of that expansiveness that you're talking yeah, about exactly yeah it is something with looking on the i mean now i was talking about that side the plus side of this is that we are being forced into a greater flexibility of being right we're also being forced up against the reality that mm. actually and that's becoming more and more obvious right i know you know states are trying to keep control uh, people are trying to keep control, but actually, look at it. No one here knows anything. Mm. <laughs> so so yeah. when it comes down to it, we can either mm. own that non-knowing and turn ourselves towards the streams, the actual streams of wisdom, but that requires our listening. And if we don't have humility, we can't listen. Mm. You know, so there is your access point. It is something, it's not just about leaning up against the past because, yes, we have accumulated human experience, mm. but there is that which we, as, I mean, we're in a year 2020. I mean, look at time, time right? It, it's, yeah, okay, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> what is time? Well, I'm, not, time. I'm not really living in time, to be honest. <laughs> I know. <It's> <laughs> um, yeah, but, but mm. to be honest, we're talking about 2,000 years. I mean, look at the scope of existence. Look at the age of the planet. I don't know about you, but I would rather lean towards that which has brought our evolution to this point mm. and the entire collection of earth wisdom, which lies by our deep listening, than actually us and whatever we've been able to conclude in the last 2,000 years. Yeah, I mean, I, I can't say that uh, we can learn from experience in terms of of like moving on from what we... But, but there is something about learning from our mistakes, which is important, you know? Yeah. Yeah. And what you said about like the conclusions we've drawn yes. and, and how getting back to what you started with, like anytime we think we know something, mm. we're like the furthest away from the truth. Yeah. As soon as, as soon as we think, oh, this is how it works, yeah, like, oh, yeah. shit. I can say that when it comes down to it, this the thinking we know something. And we had a, we had a conversation here yesterday, right, mm -hmm. where I kind of made clear this whole part that when we in our heads believe to know something, then actually what we're doing is that with the mind's faculties, which are a gift when standing open, we've closed in around something, right? Our conclusion, our concluding faculties are a grasping of, it becomes grasping of information. It becomes the foundation for our belief system. Mm. And the belief system in itself is a major obstacle to being real. Mm. As in it really truly needs to dissolve. Mm -hmm. And it's one of those things that go because when we stand open, when we know that we don't know anything, then actually that mind, which otherwise is grasping, concluding, landing on things, believing in this and so on and so forth, becomes like one big open, open window mm. where the true, the true wisdom can, can breathe through. So it's something like when our deepest connection to source is there, when we get access to the Godhead itself, we have access to everything, all of the knowledge that's ever been true knowledge, that's ever been accumulated inside of consciousness. 
And we can access this when we completely relax our minds so that we can penetrate it as consciousness, right? It's not uh, lo local in the head, local in the brain kind of thing. Mm. Because our brain is extremely limited as it is. But what we can do is that we can integrate being into the head. You know, first we need to recognize being. We need to connect with source. We need to find true silence through the head and to dissolve the someone in the head. But after that and through that deep surrender of the mind, being can penetrate the head. That's the same as becoming love in your head, you know? It's mm. not being in the head is like lost in thoughts. That's two opposite things. Mm. Lost in thoughts, you aren't actually in your head. Mm. There is no being in the head then. Being in the head is deep presence in the head. And mm. it is completely different. It is a it is an open window. Mm. Yeah. Mm. Yes, I love that so much. This open window instead of it's not a figuring out or a grasping. Absolutely it's a releasing yeah. and and also being. Like mm -hmm. like you said, it's not floating away mm -hmm. and you'd be like oh my head's empty yay and mm -hmm. but you're also not there it's about being here mm -hmm. with the empty head exactly and allowing it's about being it's about true arrival right or the arrival of your mm -hmm. true identity which isn't an identity it isn't someone at all mm -hmm. simply arrival as being right arrival as presence mm -hmm. yeah or as truth truth and form Yes, that's mm. so beautiful. I'm kind of the image I get is like with all of this, it's allowing ourselves to be a channel of presence or a channel of truth. And it's not if we think about the truth having to come from us, mm. I feel like speaking for myself, that's when I get st stuck in a thought or mm. stuck in a mm. like some pressure I'm putting on myself mm. instead of just opening. But I gotta say that when you say this channel, I would say it rather like the someone, which is the identity, right? When that gets to truly dissolve, mm. then presence moves in. It is not like you're a channel. It's more like mm. you actually incarnate as your real being. Mm. You know? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Mm. Or you incarnate as reality or as source maybe mm. yeah you start to just trust that what you are is truth and you see yourself as the complete nakedness of that being and not mm. as a row of conditionings that usually stands in the way you know kind of like that that's kind of the the platform for the identity or the identification yeah mm. Mm -hmm. Yes, yeah, like how many filters is my is the presence going through? Exactly. Yeah, and how exactly. much we're just moving towards more clarity, more purity, more directness. So you see now what I mean when I say this, that it's about losing. You know, it's not about actually even the subtleness of someone progressing, that mm. it's actually <laughs> yeah. a loss of all of the mm. wrappings that we have around pure being 
right? Yes, I love. <laughs> yeah, and and a setting yeah. free, yeah. because then you say like, okay, it's like you, you recognize, you know, inside, but actually you're just setting free the knowledge which is already there, which is wrapped in the persona and in the somebodiness. Yeah. Yeah, and knowing this is at the center. This is there already. There's yes. no getting yes. it. There's no mm. bringing it in from outside. Mm -hmm. There's just, yeah, unwrapping mm -hmm. the layers. Yeah. yeah of hiding away mm. yes mm. it's the hiding that will get us it's not <laughs> what we're, what we think we need to hide is actually the opposite <laughs> but it's funny when you said this about protection you know like protection the thing is that like if you look e everything everything within the scope of what you believe to be true is actually if you turn it upside down it's more close to be real Like, for instance, protection. Mm. People see that, okay, closing down is protection. That's how we interpret, right? Yeah. But actually, protection means, you know, true protection of the true self isn't about self-protection as a closing out. It's very much the opposite. Protection is being fully present as love, you know? Mm. So it's an it's a opening even wider. It's not a closing down, mm. you know, mm. so it's just these, the, these, yeah. these inner interpretations that we have from the separate self, you know? Yeah. It's the, whole, the way the whole thing is put together there. Yeah. That whole belief system is based exactly. on is it, that being separate is safe. Yeah. And the, the safest thing for us is to be, to rest in our unity and in the truth. Absolutely. And to stand there naked. Yeah. The funny thing is also, like, if you look at societies, for instance, right? Societies we have created, and in a way where we're trying to squeeze out nature, right? Mm. So we are basically trying to move away from that ground of the feminine by huddling up together and protecting ourselves against nature. But if you want to look at it, I have never found any greater safety than the direct surrender to the force of nature hmm. there is your safety it is not something we need to protect ourselves from it is something we need to deeply unite with you know mm. yeah yeah wow it's a different way of being in this world it isn't fear based any longer then mm. no mm -hmm. wow yeah The fear-based is what, yeah, there's no fear when we love the, f when we even love the fear, you know, mm -hmm. and love. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That's part of the w the wave, the tidal wave that we're riding, yeah. that we are. Everything can be placed on that ground of joy. Mm. Everything can be met with acceptance, agreement, compassion, in a way where everything You know, everything which we have a hard time with being within ourselves or even can't touch, you know, is outside of the scope of our consciousness. That everything can become included, you know. And the more that we include ourselves, the more we can include each other. The more we exclude ourselves, the more we just, that reflects on the outside, you know. We are, we are moving around in a frequency of self-rejection and that from there we're also rejecting each other. When we meet something in another You know, we meet, feel, experience something in another that we are rejecting in our own self. The only chance we have if we want to keep up the self-protection is pushing away. And mm. that's completely what's going on out there, isn't yeah. it? 
Oh, yeah. totally. Yeah. yeah. And that just mm. saves everyone from taking responsibility, basically. Yeah, it does. <laughs> We're like, well, we know. I, yeah, yeah, I'm pretty sure everyone else is the cause of this pain. And really, <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah, everyone's, yeah, yeah. Everyone's very sure of that. It's like, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. yeah. And really, if we can embrace that feeling of wanting to push away without actually doing mm-hmm, it mm-hmm. and saying, thank you for showing me something in myself that I'm rejecting. Exactly. That's humility, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. yeah it's like, thank you. Thank you. There's a whole other also mm. invitation in terms of getting together because we aren't getting together based on, oh, we share these opinions or even like, okay, we share these opinions in opposition to other people's opinions. That when now we're back to this whole point of view thing, yeah. right? It is like every point is so partial that it almost hurts, you know? Mm. So if somehow if we can dissolve this point, you know, the mm. point is the separation. The point is that which excludes all other points, basically, right? Mm. So if we just dissolve that which takes our own point of view, if mm-hmm. we dissolve that, mm. stop taking ourselves so seriously, yeah. then that's actually equal to taking ourselves completely seriously and each other. Our know. true self seriously. Exactly. We can start with that. There is a point in us that has no point of view. There is that emptiness is in us somewhere. And if we can just tap into that just for a moment even and recognize, okay, there are maybe are several layers in my being mm-hmm. before I embody that all the time, before I am that mm-hmm. only without the conditioning, without the mm-hmm. cloud around me. And I'm going to have... I'm going to hold that compassion for mm. also myself, mm-hmm. for my point mm-hmm. that I think is so right. Yes. <gasps> yeah. But just the part of recognizing the expense is enough to remove the overweight on the taking too seriously. You know, then yeah. it's kind of like, you know, you know that there is so much more than that point of view. Mm. And then we get to laugh more. Yeah. <laughs> That's the nice part. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> then it becomes a game of yeah. because, you know, we're these humans. So yeah. it just is like, oh, man, I was like totally caught up in that game I've been playing yeah, as a human. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And yeah. But I mean, you, you talk about it like this. And, and I just want to add to that, that, you know, the recognizing the, the emptiness or recognizing the silence is one thing. But real stabilization in realization, and this is basically when I'm working with people, I am not just inviting them to just recognize and then back to being kind of lost in existence. I basically am inviting for a true realization, a stabilization of realization in source so that it Mm. isn't just a quick look and then you know looking Mm. away again but that there's something with letting that point which then can turn itself towards source and then it turns towards existence again Mm. to let that point dissolve into truth to let that point truly Mm. unite with its creator Hmm. 
<laughs> I'm so grateful. <laughs> happy to be here with you. I'm really happy to be here with you too. Such an honor to be reminded. Mm. <laughs> mm. Mm. Yeah, I'm really <laughs> I'm really excited to share to share this with people as well. Mm. And you know, you're uh, like we're we're very lucky to have you here. Really. I mean, just all of us um, are lucky <laughs> to have you here <laughs> because you are this reference point of the reminder. Like you, you just, you embody this so mm. consistently. You are the stabilization of this mm. realization. Yeah. And so it's just being in your presence just transmits that. Yeah. 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 That's mm. a great wonder and beauty in that. And a lot of joy to share with, just share to dance with people you know <gasps> mm, i love it mm. i love this and you said this the other day how much beauty can you hold without grasping at it exactly yeah mm. yeah and i i guess to to wrap up our conversation this mm -hmm. is a nice segue into telling people how if they resonate with your work mm. and want to uh, work more with you yeah what are some ways that they could be doing that well i have a a website on AishaSalem.com um, and then right now things are very much shifting because of everything that's going on uh, yeah. so there has been a quite a cutback on live events of course mm. so things are going on online a bit but the part of the the sanctuary and it's and it's blossoming that kind of I can feel that really lies in the time ahead uh, where people are are welcome to come and and basically take part and, and, and be around and being in uh, in these kinds of, of deepenings together and like in satsang and mm. yeah it's beautiful. a beautiful way of uh, it's just a wondrous arising really and it's amazing to be out here <laughs> yes it's yeah we're, we're in the middle of a beautiful nature paradise <laughs> in Denmark here mm, yeah. yeah and and I would say you know your your um the satsangs you've had on Zoom are very powerful. Mm. And even though, of course, it's different than being here in, pres in, in yeah, person. In person, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. But there's ways that you can oh, be definitely. checking in every every month. Yeah. And mm. I love that, too, because, you know, some people can't come to this little island. Exactly, so. yeah. There is basically, there is a, an online teaching portal also where, where there's like a global community of people that I work with ongoing where we have like a monthly meeting and mm. and there's like a, an open online teaching hall where we engage vigorously and yes <laughs> that's great like awesome. this, yeah, different places yeah so mm -hmm. the and all resources yeah, yeah I'll mm -hmm. include that in the show mm -hmm. notes Aisha Salam wonderful.com yay thank you so much for being here thank you it's wonderful to have you here Thank you so much for joining us on today's episode. If you enjoyed this episode of Casual Ecstasy, I would love if you would share it with other people who might enjoy it as well. 
And if you would like to continue the conversation, I would love to share my book with you. It's an illustrated memoir, uh, essentially about how I discovered casual ecstasy within myself. Um, and it's called Fed Up, an illustrated guide to food freedom. You can find out more about it and order it at thefedupbook.com.